This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a nationally recognized leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Hello, and welcome to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. I want to make sure we uh, give a shout-out to Capital Plus, our show sponsor. Capital Plus helps you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. CPI creates customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. They are definitely a uh, recommended uh, source for any type of factoring and, and things like that, that you need for short-term funding for your accounts receivable. Um, very top-notch company and uh, highly recommend them. So during this show, we are actually going to continue our discussion about how to grow your revenue. Uh, Everyone's one of their favorite topics anyway, or challenging topics, I should say even. Um, And so we're going to do that. Before we get into some of that, I want to, I've got a question I got, and I actually got it twice within a couple of weeks. And so I want to make sure I cover this. Um, So the first person to ask it was Dan in St. Louis, Missouri. So uh, I guess we're back into baseball season here. So Dan, uh, good, good luck to the Cardinals this year. Um, guessing you're a Cardinals fan, pretty rabid fans in that area of the of, uh, of the country. So he Dan asks uh, in uh, in terms of your credit terms. So what should your DSO goal be? And uh, for those unfamiliar, DSO stands for Days Sales Outstanding. Um, another term, a synonym for that is your collection period. Um, which people may understand a little easier. A day sales outstanding sounds a little accounting jargonish. Um, so, and just to familiarize everyone and kind of level set. So, what that is is the the math formula for it. So, bear with me for just a second. A little bit in the weeds here, but it's your account rece- accounts receivable divided by your credit sales, not your total sales. Um, you don't include any cash things in there or even credit card, but just your credit sales. So, accounts receivable divided by your credit sales. You take that number and you multiply it by the number of days in the period. So, for example, if you were in uh, the month of February in a non-leap year, you would multiply it by 28. So Dan asked this, uh, you know, what should the goal be for that? And it's it's a little difficult. It depends on your industry and what you do and, and how you bill. Um, definitely has an impact on that, clearly. But the general rule of thumb that I uh, advise people is to be no greater than 150% of your credit terms. Um, so for example, if you're a net 30 company and you bill at net 30, your DSO should be, or your credit collection period should be no greater than 45 days. Now that's on the, the absolute worst end of it. So it should be no worse than 45 days. And a lot of people would say, Ken, that makes absolutely no sense. Why would you say 45 days when I'm net 30? Well, unless you've been in business for less than like two months, you'll know that not everyone pays you on time, unfortunately. So you want to try to keep it to, you know, that, that, and obviously the shorter you can make it, the better. Um, but you want to make sure that under no circumstances do you get above 150%. So in this case, the 45 days, um, critically important to make sure you do that because that is an absolute, um, when that number is increasing, um, and, and, and as a trend, even if you have it a low number, let's say you have it at 20, and you see that number starting to creep up, and you absolutely should measure it on an ongoing basis. As that thing starts to creep up, that is a leading indicator of a cash flow issue. If you don't already have cash flow problems, 
they're coming if you, if that number continues to grow. So you have to make sure you're watching that because think about it. Even if you're at a good number, like as I mentioned, let's say you're at 20 days, if it creeps up to 25 or 30, you could look at that and you could say, well, Ken, it's still at my at my credit terms of 30 days, so it's not that bad, right? Well, no, it is bad, and here's why. It's bad because you if you've been running at that 20 days for a while, you've grown accustomed to that cycle of cash flow. So you know when the cash is coming in and you've grown accustomed and you run your business that way, um, expecting money in and you know on credit sales in that 20-day period. So if all of a sudden it jumps 20 or 10 days, think about it. Uh, again, I'm a numbers nerd, so bear with me on that. But, uh, you know, going from 20 to 30 is a 50% increase. That's significant. So if you're getting things all, all of a sudden a week and a half later than you're used to, that can make a big difference, it's, you know, depending on the size of your sales and how much you have in credit sales. That could be really, really significant. So you got to make sure you're keeping an eye on that one. But uh, thanks for the question, Dan, and I apologize for the other person um, that asked that question. I don't, uh, I don't, didn't write down the name. I don't have it with me here in the studio, but um, appreciate the questions. As always, don't hesitate at all ever to send the questions in, um, and we'll answer them on the air. We'll answer them during the live streams, uh, whatnot. So, but I love to get questions, um, especially when I could see when they're people are asking the same things. Obviously, it's a sort of a hot topic for folks. So, uh, happy to answer those. That being said, and that out of the way, let's let's dig into, again, how are we going to re- grow our revenue? And we sort of ended the last show talking about, we talked about how to increase your number of customers. We went through a whole laundry list of things to increase your number of customers. Um, and then we talked through how to increase your average transaction side, or upsell, as they say in the business. <laughs> um, and think of, think of, you know, at McDonald's, you want fries with that, or Amazon, people who bought this also bought um, and we kind of covered most things with that. The one thing I did want to mention, though, that we didn't cover was uh, along those lines is you can add complimentary products. And the way you can do that is, you know, use the feedback you have. So you may have, when you started your business, had an idea of, you know, sort of the scope of things you wanted to offer. But, and, and many of you will relate to this, you'll get feedback from your customers. You need to listen to that, obviously. But, you know, people will say, hey, if you you are a, Let's make an easy example. If you're a restaurant and you offer, um, uh, you're a pizza restaurant, uh, pizza shop, and people say you you repeatedly get folks to say, "Gosh, my kids don't like pizza." I guess that's an odd one because what kid doesn't like pizza? I guess there are some, but maybe they're allergic to it. I don't know. Um, it, they you may be getting requests like, "Hey, could you put some more kid friendly things on the menu?" Well, you get that request often enough. That's a complimentary product that you can offer to be able to increase. Um, that transaction size, right? So if you don't offer kid food and you have a, you know, sit-in, dine-in type of pizza shop in this example, more than likely the parents, if they like your pizza, they're going to get a takeout. They're not going to come in and you're going to lose that sale of kids stuff. And then the other thing you get is they're not, again, because they're not going to dine in. So you miss another huge opportunity in that they're coming in and they're dining or they're not dining, but if they do come in and dine, what are they going to do when they come in and dine? They're going to order drinks. Well, you know, if anyone has a restaurant out there knows, what is the highest margin product you have? It's your drinks, your fountain drinks specifically. So you're missing some huge revenue opportunities there by not, in this case, offering that complimentary product. And that's a simple example, but definitely one of the easy ways to do that is listen to you know your customer feedback and what they're looking for and what they're asking for uh, because – Again, with the restaurant, it's really easy. And, th- and that way, when you're listening to that feedback, 
it gives you a little more peace of mind when you're going to add a new product that there's demand for it. You already know that your your customers, your existing customer base, have, they've already asked for it. So you will be less hesitant to sort of, it's, it's less of a risk. Uh, you're not taking a big chance there because you know there's demand for that product. Um, and it's an easy, easy way to um, increase your average transaction size um, with your existing customers. So let's um, let's take a break here. Um, we'll come back. We'll talk through the uh, Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And we will dive into how to increase the frequency of transactions per customer. And in a lot of ways, that's referred to as, as cross-selling is one way to, uh, another way to look at that. So we will dive into that and cover that after the break. You can always follow us on Facebook, MrBizSolutions.com. Or, I'm sorry, MrBizSolutions on Facebook and Twitter, at MrBizTweets. We'll see you after the break. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to MrBiz at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And it is time for the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And uh, this, is, uh, this is one of my favorite ones. So the tip this week is take action. Success only comes through action and execution. And here's my favorite part of it. The road is riddled with flat squirrels that couldn't make a decision. I think everyone can relate to that one. Think about it. That squirrel's out in the middle. Do I go left? Do I go right? Do I cross the road? Do I run back? Uh, oops, took too long. And uh, we got a flat squirrel. Uh, not a good situation there. So uh, make sure you're, you don't become that flat squirrel on the road. Um, you got to make, make sure you're decisive. I know a lot of people, and frankly, sometimes I'm guilty of it, of, of analysis paralysis. Um, I overanalyze the heck out of things sometimes and uh, to a detriment. I have to, you know, uh, I'm usually pretty de decisive about things, but you've got to be able to make those decisions. Sometimes you got to do the 80-20, and if you've got 80% of the information, you got to do it, go with your gut, um, and uh, and roll with it. But, you know, that, uh, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk or Gary V, if any of you are familiar with him, he always talks about, you know, and it's somewhat related to this, is he says, you know, ideas are, I'll, 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 uh, censor it a bit. He says, ideas are crap. And he says, it's all about execution. You know, you can have a great idea if you don't execute it. It doesn't really mean anything. Um, and the classic example, and I've, I've talked about this before in other shows, but, and, he, and this is, you know, uh, Gary Vee had talked about this, is there was an Uber before Uber. Someone came up with the idea for Uber, and they just didn't execute it well, and it, it didn't work. Um, and then the guys who now run Uber uh, took it over and um, look look what happened there. So again, it's all about execution. So take action. Don't be afraid to take action. Is the uh, isn't that message there? 
Uh, so, uh, again, you're listening to B2B Radio. I want to give a, it's brought to you by Capital Plus. CPI removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. All right, so let's get back in here. So just to recap just a little bit. So we're talking about ways to have, to grow your revenue. Um, and during the last show, we talked about how to increase the number of customers you have. We have also talked about to how to increase the average transaction size. Um, and now we're going to get into how to increase the frequency of transactions per customer. Um, and there's a lot of different ways to do that. And I'm going to talk through some of these. And some of these actually cross over and cross back into what we talked about. The uh, last one is uh, increasing your average transaction size. So some of them cross over between the two, which makes them, I guess, a double threat, right? These are good things to, to implement that could, uh, could help you in both of those areas. So the first thing I'll mention is to offer rebates. Um, so a statistic on rebates if you and many are familiar, and I, I seem to remember as a kid, I, I seem to remember that people offered rebates more often than they do now. At least it seemed that way. It seemed like my parents were always filling out some sort of rebate form and and sending it in and waiting six or eight weeks to get their four dollars back or whatever. Um, but re- redemptions on rebates are are actually uh, less than fifty percent. So that's good, and it's good in a lot of ways. So what it does is rebates definitely help you increase your sales. Um, and the frequency of your, of your sales, which we're talking about here. Um, but it, 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 the fact that they only get redeemed, you know, not even 50% of the time, that lowers the cost. So obviously there's a cost for offering a rebate. It's essentially a discount, but it's not like giving someone. So uh, I guess the easiest example I can give you is if, if someone walks up to the your cash register, if you have a brick and mortar and they walk up to the cash register and you offer them a on-the-spot 10% discount, that's cost you 10% right there, right up front. If you offer them a 10% rebate and they don't, only 50% of them um, redeem it, it doesn't cost you 10%, right? On average, it's going to cost you 5%. It's only half, right? So that is a way to um, increase your sales, and it doesn't uh, increase your cost as much. Now, I will say this. Um, consumer sentiment, you know, a discount that's given at the cash register or with a coupon or, or whatnot is definitely more is, is seen as more valuable than a rebate for sure. But rebates are a reasonably close second, so they can have a good impact on sales um, and, again, not cost you as much as a straight um, discount. The other thing that rebates will do for you is, essentially, if you think about it, if it's something that is not, it's it, what you do is, you, you know, the rebate, you make sure if you're going to offer it, it's on your products. It's not just, you know, they get 10 bucks back or whatever. You make it so it's like a store credit or a gift card in the form of a gift card. What that does is that for them to be able to redeem it, they have to come back into your store if it's a brick and mortar or come to your online store or um, or call you again for the service. And so that helps build loyalty, right? Um, and that gives you another opportunity to earn, to continue to earn their business and continue to build that loyalty. And the other thing is, let's say, for example, it's a $10 rebate. When they come back in the store, are they going to spend $10? I mean, if it's me, I'm going to try like heck to spend $10 on DOT. But the reality is you may not be able to do that, right? So they're going to come in. They're not going to spend the $10. They're going to spend 25 Well, now what you've done is you've got an extra $15 of revenue. So that's another form of revenue growth that you get out of this. Now, again, you, you've got to keep in mind that you've, you've, you've essentially given that discount when they redeem it. But um, that is a way to, you know, again, that, that has a bunch of different benefits to it as far as the loyalty and bringing them back 
And again, it just gives you another opportunity to make them a satisfied customer. So I think those are very valuable. Um, let me see here. Uh, along the same line, so offer special discounts. Um, and I'll give you a, an example here, and this is a, a powerful one, I think, is a restaurant. So typically, um, most people think that, um, you know, for, if you own a restaurant, you need to get people in the door. And clearly that's important. But to in order to, in order to have brand loyalty or to have someone to come back, so some again, statistics here. I like to have numbers to back things up. So when someone comes into your restaurant and they have a really good experience, there is a 42% chance that they will come back to your restaurant a second time, even if it was outstanding. Service is great, food was great. There's only a 42% chance. If you get them back in that second time and they have another great experience, it's only, I'm sorry, it's 40% for the first visit, 42% for the second. So you really didn't gain much there, right? You're still less than a 50% chance they're coming back. However, if you can get them back for a third visit, now your chances for them continuing to come to your restaurant are greater than 70%. And that comes from a very reputable source. It's a, it was a, it's a, an industry rent, uh, restaurant industry magazine um, that did this survey. So the point of the matter there is you want to make sure you get people back in um, on a regular basis. So again, like we're talking about here, how to in, uh, increase the frequency per customer. You don't want someone coming in once. You don't want to come in twice, um, you, especially with a restaurant in this example. You want to make sure you get them in three times. Well, how the heck do you do that? Um, you know, because you can easily make a, a, a marketing um, plan up to get someone in the door the first time. Um, at least, you, you know, structurally you can put that thing together fairly easily. But how do you get them back in three times? Well, I actually have something, and I know we don't have enough time to share all of them before the break here. But I'll, I'll go into the first example. So what you can do is when someone comes in the door, um, you uh, are the first time they come in, you see their, you, the waiter asks them, is this the first time you come in? Or someone at the front counter asks them the first time they come in. Um, you, when they're finishing up their meal, the manager goes over and or at the cash register if you're more of a, a fast food type of place, and you give them a card for a discount to come back. Um, and I'll go more in, more into detail on that and in, in, in the whole step process there. I think that it will help any restaurant owners out there, any food service folks, because we're up against the, uh, the break here. So again, I want to give you a reminder, Capital Plus, CPI removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full service credit and collections department. So come back after the break. We'll continue talking through this example of restaurants and uh, offering special discounts to get people back in more frequently. And uh, we'll continue walking through that to increase your revenue. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. 
go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. Follow Mr. Biz on social media at Mr. Biz Tweets on Twitter and Ken Mr. Biz Wentworth on LinkedIn. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back. Uh, during the break, I was kind of kicking myself there. I probably should have waited to get into that restaurant example. I don't want to make it too disjointed. So let me start over, uh, just in case you missed that and make sure it's a little more congruent for you. So how do you get people in three times is the whole example with the restaurants. Again, trying to increase that frequency of transactions. So um, here's an idea. The first time they come in, you determine if they're a first-time customer. Obviously, you need to speak with them to, to determine that. So if, let's assume it's a sit-down restaurant. You have the manager go over when they're finishing up their meals and they're getting their bill. You have the manager go over and you say, he says, oh, hey, again, it's, it's an Italian restaurant. Hey, I see you had the pizza. How was it? Oh, it was great. That's awesome. I tell you what, you got to try the stromboli. We, we have, we're known for our stromboli. It's fantastic. Manager pulls out a business card, flips it over, and says uh, $5 stromboli and puts their initials and says, look, next time you come in, you give them this card, and you tell them I sent you. You tell them I gave you this card. You get your stromboli for five dollars. It's normally ten dollars, twelve dollars, whatever it is. So you get them back in the second time. Again, you're increasing the frequency of transactions here clearly because um, you've gotten them back in that second time, and they're not going to come back in and just get the stromboli. Number one, they're going to get a drink more than likely. Um, and by the way, they're probably not going to come in by themselves. So now they've come back in and they're only getting the one stromboli that costs you, you know depending on your cost, it might not cost you anything, right? You're basically just giving it to them at cost, essentially in this example. So now the person that's with them or two or three or four people that are with them, maybe they brought the whole family. Um, now you've got additional revenue, right? And more importantly, you've got them in for the second time. So then at the end of the second meal, manager comes over and what you do is you leave, they leave that card at the end of the table. That's the, the Stromboli card, right? The $5 Stromboli. So the manager knows that they're a second time visitor. So the second time the manager comes over and says, oh, man, how was everything? Now, again, you can judge this and you got to kind of feel it out a little bit as, as a manager. But you come over and more than likely if it's an Italian restaurant, they've got boxes, right? They weren't able to, someone wasn't able to eat all their food. So what you say to that is, hey, how was the food, et cetera, et cetera, the normal thing you would say. And you say, you know what, guys, are you, got, you guys are probably too full, right, for a dessert? Because I'll tell you what, you have to try our fill-in-the-blank, our cheesecake, Here's the thing. You pull out another card. You say, come back, free cheesecake. You put your initials on the back of the card, and you handwrite this. Don't have them pre-printed. Uh, very tacky. Does not send a good message. You give them that. You get them back in for that third visit. Now, again, it's not foolproof. It's not going to work 100% of the time, but that is a way to get people in three times. And, again, you're increasing the frequency of transactions. And after that third time, you've got a loyal customer in over 70% of the time. Um, so, again, that's, that's a way to increase in. It's just an example for restaurants. Um, another one of my favorites for increasing frequency of transactions, this is a huge one, and I, I encourage any business, no matter what type of business you have, to try to think creatively to, to do this, is to create some sort of membership plan. Um, think about a wine club. Think about a candle of the month, a beer of the month, um, for even for a service industry. Think about a service plan. So let's say you're an HVAC company. Think about an annual maintenance plan, which is a form of a membership plan. Um, you know, if you're a bar or restaurant, think about, um, this is a great one for that is think about a Monday night football, um, group 
where you get your ticket punched every time you come in on a Monday night for a football game and you get a drink and some form of food. And so at the end of the year, everyone gets um, a ticket for every punch they have and they get entered into a drawing. And you have you have a local business sponsor that and they offer some prize. So essentially it doesn't even cost you anything potentially. And Monday nights in a bar or restaurant, typically dead. So you're going to draw a ton of traffic uh, on a typically dead night for 17 Mondays out of the year. Great, great situation there. It, it gives you recurring revenue um, is what it does. And again, that's what we're trying to do here. And, and I, again, no matter what business you have, you need to brainstorm that and try to figure that out because that's uh, very, very powerful, very critical. Um, you can change the way you incentivize your salespeople. Um, so a lot of times what happens is sales folks will get, um, so let's make a simple example is they get uh, a 10% commission on the first, again, make it up $10,000 they sell. And then from 10 to 30,000, they get 5%. Point being that their, their commission goes down. Change it, flip it around. Again, you got to run the numbers on this, but change it. So the more they sell, the more they get. So zero to 10,000, again, depends on your product and how much it costs, obviously. So you can't make it uh, where they can never uh, possibly get to it. But so zero to 10,000, we almost expect you to do that. So you get, uh, you get two and a half percent for that. But when you get above 10,000, 10 to 20, it goes to three and a half. And then it goes because that, then they're continuing to chase that goal and they're continuing to push, push, push to get, you know, that next threshold that jumps them up. Um, significantly, right, in their pay. Um, that's one of the ways to think about it, and which is, a little, again, a little counterintuitive the way uh, a lot of commission structures are. Um, another big thing um, is to make sure you're personalizing your customer service. So why do people leave? Uh, why, do customer, why do you lose customers? Well, I'll tell you, 71% of the time customers leave because of customer service, not price. Price is by far a minority reason. Once you have a customer that you lose them, it is not price. It is, again, the vast majority, 71%, it's a customer service issue. So how do you do that? This is obviously very important for retention. Um, so a couple of things you can do, and some of these are, you know, you've heard of before, but, you know, depending on the type of business, use their name. So when they come in, you have to learn their name clearly, but even if you don't know their name and so someone comes in to buy something at the, or at the checkout, have your person, when they give them the credit card, for example, if they have that, look on the card and say, Mr. Jones, Mrs. Jones, et cetera. You can see the name on the card. People love hearing their name. It's, it's, it has a huge impact on folks in a positive way. Um, when people call in and you're doing any sort of uh, a verification of their account or answering their questions and you know who they are, use their name. Oh, thanks for calling us, Mr. Jones. I really appreciate it. We appreciate your business, et cetera. So people like that stuff. And what it does is it sets you apart from your competitors who don't do that because they may have called, that customer may have called somewhere else and that bar is low because the other company hasn't done that and you've done it and that pushes you sort of to the top there. And even in emails, when you're doing any type of email marketing, um, you know, don't start it with dear sir, dear madam, um, unless of course you don't know their name, but you want to make sure you put names into that. Another classic example of how to improve this is uh, you send an email out, and at the bottom it says, do not reply to this this email address. It is unmonitored. You know how off-putting that is? People hate that. And I, I was trying to find a statistic because I've seen it before, but I couldn't find it. But I know that it's, it's definitely very large. People don't like that. Um, it basically says, don't even try to get back to us. Um, and it's not a good thing, right? Um, you can offer exclusive sales. 
um, to, you know, to personalize that customer service a little bit and again, help with retention. Um, a lot of it comes down to the, the what they call the rule of recipro- reciprocity. Easy for me to say. So when you help someone and you you know you help you're helping them, they feel obligated almost to help you back. Um, so that gets you more referrals and things like that, and it all ties into sort of this customer service. Another thing that I think is really powerful, and people talk about this all the time, as far as sending handwritten notes for different types of things. Obviously, very important, but you know, you could implement that in your business to where, and again, depending on the average sale size you have, uh, the average sa- size of your sales is maybe you just implement that any sale that's over a certain amount automatically gets triggered for a handwritten note. Um, and maybe you even set that to where it's the salesperson sends it, which I would encourage you unless it's a business where you do, you know, tons and tons of transactions that a salesperson should really do that every time. Um, but maybe, uh, up to a certain threshold, it's the salesperson, and again, depending on the business, maybe above a certain thing, the actual the owner of the business actually sends a handwritten note to the customer um, and thanks them for the business, etc. So hopefully, those were some good tips for you, and you could pick a couple of things out of there at least uh, between the, the two shows we've done on how to grow your revenue. Um, I know some of them are very, very powerful. So definitely, if you missed the first show, check it out. Um, go out to the website mrbizsolutions.com and check that out. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus, CPIfunding.com or 855-522-3951. Have a great week and don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for 25 years. Learn more about them at cpifunding.com or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.